Brian Breaker. You're a little whiny baby. Bane. Don't assume my gender. Friends since the seventh grade. Yeah. You're just a bitch with his phone. F you. Well, sort of. One professional wrestler and one rapper get together to talk movies, comics, video games, pro wrestling, and anything that makes you say WTF. Let's not talk about Bane's ooze. Harry Potter erotica. Awesome in theory. Kind of a mess in practice. This is Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Oh, yeah. Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boy. Grab a monster, crack it open, let's go. It's time that we start the show, no hesitation, oh no. The most energetic podcast of all of the podcasts. So when you listen to the show, you know that it kicks ass. So when I smash on these cowards like Mario did to Bowser with the best thing you've been and suspenders on trousers. To all the haters, say howdy, make a believer from Dallas. Put in the stake in the shower, break a rim, big power, hour. Yeah, hello. Uh, hello, hello. Hello, hello. Welcome to the show, uh, yeah, hello, 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 welcome to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Rolling Sound, is episode 452 Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. I am Brian Breaker. Joining me, as always, Big Underscore Bane. What's going on, man? Dude, not a whole lot. Ready for that fair food? No, I ain't going to the damn fair. Are you going to the fair? I may go, yeah. Oh, once. man. It's, it's too damn expensive for me, brother. It is expensive. I mean, I, I think that's the problem, but I mean, you don't want to experience maybe like a turkey leg or a funnel cake. Not for $25 a pop. No, I don't. Does it cost, cost that much to get in? I think it, no, not, no, I'm talking about the turkey leg. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Food's expensive. How much does it cost to get in? I don't even know. I, 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 well, I think the, the, do you remember? I remember when the mega ride passes were like 30 bucks. Mm hmm. And now I like God knows what they are. They're 70. 70. I know this because my sister bought my niece and nephew so mega ride passes. They've, over double the price. I mean, that kind of goes along be. with everything else, right. though, right? I but mean. that's that's insane. I mean, like the fair has always been overhyped to me. Like, oh, I don't think it's good. That's what I'm saying. I, I, like, but but I think like I feel like you shouldn't keep going up in price when it's really not that good. You know. <laughs> but I mean, there is something kind of like ah, well, maybe they'll have some type of good food, you know? And I mean, the only thing you're, I, you're kind of a foodie a little uh, bit, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm dieting at the moment, but okay, like, well yeah. maybe that changes your perspective. But though. like, I, I will say there was one year, the last time I went, there was this one little booth that had, I thought we've talked about it before, but it was a barbecue parfait. Okay. Yeah. You have talked about it. And that, it yes. was like bottom layer was some kind of meat barbecue. And then like above that was like a potato salad or something like that. Above that, another like, Thing of barbecued meat above that, like some coleslaw or something like, and just meat on you know crap, and it was just like, <laughs> God, this sounds amazing and disgusting at the same time. Yeah. Like I'm going to have the worst bowel movements in my life after this, but like it sounds amazing. 
Um, but like, other than that, like I'm not like a big deep fried Snickers and Twinkies and all that bull crap that they like to do. Like, I don't care about yeah, that. I get that. What about like the, when they have like the <clears throat> roasted corn and the shish kebabs and all that weird stuff? Yeah. Like roasted, like roasted corn is good, but it gets one of those things. Again, I don't feel like spending money on it. Yeah. You know, yeah they I have that, that stupid stuff like grasshopper pizza or whatever they have. You, have you yeah, seen all that? I don't do that. I've never tried that stuff, but like, I always see it and I'm like, why? Well, it's like when I see a funnel cake like that. To me, a funnel cake's good for like two bites, and then after that, I'm like, that's too much. Yeah, I don't want the giant, the whole thing. Yeah, you know what I mean, um, I, I think last time I had some type of cheesecake and a waffle cone, where they like, I'm sure that was amazing. Oh, of course it was. Yeah. I mean, it's like, holy crap, that's good. But I think that's the whole thing. Is the hair? Excuse me, the fair is incredibly overhyped. Yeah, but it's just one of those things where it's like, hmm, that might be fun. You know, it's and, and you go and you're like, oh, okay, that was kind of cool. It's kind of like when them. Calves are all on fire by the time you leave because it's walking around so damn much. I walk around to work a lot, so it doesn't really bother me. But yeah, I get what you're saying. It's just a lot of a lot of pavement. A lot, a lot of pavement. Um, it's like well, I remember the first year they brought in Wizard World Comic Con. I didn't go. Everyone was talking about. It. I was like, man, I really need to go next year. That sounds fun. Yeah. So I went in like 2017, I believe it was, and I was, or maybe it's 2016. I was like, this is so freaking cool. Like yeah. this is super awesome. Like seeing all the artists, all the booths, the cars. It was just a really cool spectacle to see it all. But then it's gotten like gradually worse and worse and worse and worse to the point where they don't even have it now. Right. And I know COVID probably had a stop to it there, but it's just kind of like, man, I wish that was back, but I wish it was good. You know, right. it, I, it sucks when, cause we don't get a lot of cool stuff here in Tulsa. So it's kind of cool. Like if we get something that's like fun, it's like, I think people want to kind of go out and support. And I think that's what the fair is. It's yeah. not that it's great. It's just that it's, Hey, we have something. Let's go check it out. It's one of our few things that we do get. I feel like our downtown area has like come alive a little bit. We, we have a lot of festivals that happen down there, mm-hmm. but like, you know, I mean, we're about to get into that season where we ain't got them no more. I think, yeah, we, yeah. I think the next one coming up, I think we'll have something around Thanksgiving. Yeah. But I think we'll, end on, right. I think we'll have something around Christmas, but I think after that we're donezo until like May because we'll have May fest. Do you think the fair started to die when Bells went away? Which, if people don't know, that was kind of a small amusement park that they attached to the fair yep. every year. And I thought that really made it a lot better. Well, yeah, because it was a lot more rides. Um, but, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, I feel like, yeah, the the fair, I mean, the, also, too, we've kind of grown out of, I feel like, the rides that they have, you know? Well, like, when I was a kid, the little motorbikes and the Jeeps were, like, super fun. Yeah, right. Now they're just, I mean, even my nephews, I've grown those. Yeah. And so or like the big slide you get on the weird, disgusting, like sack, whatever that thing right, is. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, there's so much of it. That's just weird. And like the, the, the fun thing that I always enjoyed doing oddly enough was the sky ride. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was, that was the one thing that I actually did do enjoy doing uh, at the fair. But like, other I, was, than that, I was like the fun houses. I never really went into those. I thought they were super fun. Yeah. I, I, I never really understood the point other than you just walk around. Yeah, that's it. It's yeah. it, and again, that would be like what would my parents used to do is they'd take me one day because they used to have like a promotion. Like if you went the first night, which would be actually tonight. Yeah. And they'd put a wristband on. You could do every ride for free that night because you know, it's another thing. You have to pay for every ride. Yep. And so that kind of sucks. You're like, this is too expensive. So now last Unless you time, get the mega ride pass. Right. And who spe- it's not worth 70 bucks. Because you're only going to go once, maybe twice. Yeah. And so. You'd go through the fun houses and it didn't cost anything. So it'd be like the weird stairs that kind of go up and down and right. it into like the big cylinder that like spins. Yeah. Yeah. Fun, fun story about that. 
when when I was at NXT, we did a show at a Miami fair, like the the my like the Florida State Fair in Miami or something. Okay. And so we set up. We had like four hours. They said, "Hey, they'll let you guys go ride anything you want. Take this wristband." Like, oh, sweet! Nice. So we all went and rode some rides, and uh, <laughs> me, Eric Rowan, and this other guy named Dante Dash did a fun house. Yeah. You know the end cylinder that spins like Rowan got mm-hmm. stuck. He got stuck <laughs> in it. He was too tall. Oh god! So he's like trying to. So he was too tall to walk through it. Yeah. I was almost too tall. So he's like kind of going on his hands and knees, but he <laughs> <laughs> he like couldn't <laughs> hardly get out, and he ended up kind of like belly rolling. Out of there. <laughs> oh, it was oh, so funny. Poor guy. Yeah, but I I know a lot of people tried some weird foods and stuff. I mean, it's just. I think more than anything, it's just like, hey, the fair's in town. That's yeah. something fun to do. and It's an it, experience for is sure. Is it that fun? I don't know. Yeah, it's an experience. I mean, the one thing I always did like doing was kind of going around uh, the uh, the inside. Yeah, the shops. Especially on the hotter days, mm-hmm. you know, because we still have hotter days in early October. Oh, yeah. And so, I mean, on those hotter days, it is kind of nice to go and, um, you know, check out all those little shops in there, even though most of them are just kind of dog shit. But um, still I went, fun. I went. I think I went in 2019 because I, I don't because COVID shut it down in 2020. Yep. I can't remember if it was open in 2021 or not. I feel like it was, but I really don't remember. I don't remember either. So I know 2019 was like the last time I went. Might have been 2018 even. But uh, the indoor area actually, there was a guy that was doing the games, kind of like the retro pie, like I have. Oh yeah. I'm like that's kind of cool. Yeah. You know, but but again, it's like 150 bucks or however much he charges, and it's like I mean, who's walking around with that much money at a right. fair? You know, right. like. Not to mention, like, the crowds are horrible, like, as far oh, yeah. as, like, the worst of the worst type of people. Yeah. So that part of it sucks, too. So yeah. I actually went and got uh, went and got conies today after I got off work. And How are those? Oh, amazing. I went to the one. Do you ever go to the one on 41st and Peoria? If you're not from Tulsa, you don't know where this is, but it's, like, right off of Brookside, 41st, right in front of I that. know exactly what you're talking about. No, I've never been there. It's the best, best coney joint in town. I, like, absolutely love that place. But I, I had to go through town to get to it. And it was traffic was hell because <laughs> of the fair. Because <laughs> of the fair, yeah. yeah. How many conies did you have? I always get four. Yeah, four is a good number. Yeah, and I, I say that like as soon as I get done saying I'm on a diet, but like I, I wanted a cheat meal this week. And hey, was, man, conies are conies are a great cheat meal. What's what do you put on your conies? Everything, everything. Mustard, chili cheese, onion. I don't like mustard on a coney. It mixes weird with chili to me. I, I think, dude, I, I love it. And they're, I like uh, mustard on a hot dog, not with the chili. That's just a personal preference. I they're, guess. uh, they're chili. Like most of that coney sauce, like it's, it has cinnamon in it, but for some reason, theirs, they put like a little bit more so you can kind of taste the cinnamon a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It's got such a nice flavor to that coney sauce. Conies are great. Oh, I love it. I could eat them all day. Great stuff. Well, um, we've got a little bit of wrestling talk this week. What do you say we uh, dive into it here? Let's do it. Well, here I am again, talking a little pro wrestling while Breaker and Bay take a little break, cracking them bang energies. Listen to me, you two sons of bitches. Get ready to talk wrestling. Stone Cold out. Oh, hell yeah. Thanks, Stone Cold. Shout out to Stone Cold. Big underscore band. We got a couple of wrestling topics to dive into here. Uh, start with this one. Drew McIntyre took the fireball of the century on SmackDown last week. Yeah. What you think about that? Uh, you know, I mean, I always feel like fireballs are a bad idea. I think it's a better backstage move. Like that's when Jericho was yeah. doing it, yeah. As opposed to in the ring, because like you can manipulate it better. 
Well, in backstage. case it goes badly. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know. Like it was just like a little. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't. That didn't look good. And yep. I don't think he even tried to. He basically didn't really sell it. You know. But yeah. it is what it is. I think sometimes in a front of a live crowd, that just you never know. Like I always go back to the Hogan Warrior one where. Right. It basically blew up in Hogan's face, not Warriors, and it's like, what do you do? Right. You know? Yep. And so it's, I don't know. I just, I've never been a big fan of fireballs. I always thought they're kind of silly. So they are, you know, because I mean, if it really, if it really hit him with fire, it's like, wow, that's too much. You know? Right. <laughs> it's, it's one of those weird faux pas of wrestling of like, oh, the fireball, you know, but I mean, wrestling's always been silly, I think, in a lot of cases, but that might be one of those few things where it's like, we don't see it too often, yep. but I feel like we're seeing it more and more. Yep. Yeah, and that's the first time I feel like I've, we've seen it in WWE in a long time. Okay, did a couple. Yeah, but I mean, that was a long time ago, right? Oh, yeah, oh yeah, you know, 20 years. Yeah, yeah. and so I mean... Um, I think Mankind did, did one to the taker before. Okay. And I remember they even had issues with it. Yeah. To the point where like, he hit taker with one, and then they were trying to do one where he hit Paul Bearer, mm-hmm. and I think at the end, like they kept trying it wouldn't light, and so finally taker just grabbed the flash paper, got by Paul Bearer, and lit it, and, and threw it on him, and it was like... Taking away the entire illusion that he's throwing a fireball. It was just like, right no, we're done. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's weird to, to kind of keep going back to that. Well, when this doesn't always work good. Yeah. And if it does work good, is it, is it that believable or? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I feel like Jericho played it off really well by creating a new gimmick out of it. You know what I mean? Calling that's himself all, the wizard. And that's all Jericho does. He creates a gimmick out of everything. He's, you know, I mean, say what you will about the man. He's he's a genius. Now he's the Ocho yeah. because he's had eight world championships. Yeah. He's literally a, a genius in professional wrestling. Oh, he really is. I mean, he's done also. That's one thing I've always thought he did very well is kept himself very relevant yeah. over the years. And a lot of people were upset about him winning the Ring of Honor championship. I think we talked touched on that last week. But I think this is a way to get try to get them television, right? Like, make, it, Yeah, it's, it's almost got to be. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. It's it's growing on me, the fact that he's always champion. You know what I mean? Like, kind of fun. I thought it was weird at first, but, you know, it's kind of cool. Well, and I think it's a lot of, it's one of those things with ROH not really having television. It's just kind of like, you know, all these champions, but, like, yeah, who are the ROH guys? You know, like, where are the Briscoes at? Well, they can't work on TNT, apparently, or TBS because of issues there. But, right. I don't know, just kind of weird. Speaking of that, though, uh, Pizza, Pizza Guy show back up. Yeah, what do you think about that? Yeah, I don't, I don't really know. Like, I... I don't want to say I hate it, you know what I mean? But, like, I just feel like, why is he there? Yeah. <laughs> well, I go back to something Simon Gotch said to me one time that I thought made, like, the most sense of any goofy gimmick. Right. He's like, and he, he used Duke the Dumpster Drossy. He said, okay, so he's a trash man who's a wrestler. Yeah. There's probably a guy who moonlights as a pro wrestler that's a trash man. Sure. He's like, but he wears wrestling gear when he's wrestling. Right. And he wears his work clothes when he's working. He doesn't show up to do the trash wearing a singlet and boots. Right. Sure. He's like, so why does he wear that? Well, he's wrestling. Yep. Very good point. Why is this guy bringing pizza dough with him? <laughs> right. It's, I know it's, 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 it's a throwback to nineties goofy gimmicks. I feel like. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. But I mean, I, that viral video hit and people kind of were like, wow, this guy's like entertaining. Yeah. And, but like, why would you do this in a match? But it's, it, it's also one of those things though. And like, I don't know the guy at all. I've never seen him work other than that one viral clip everybody's seen, but like, what if he's not good? Like you bring a guy in repeatedly and like, it's like James Ellsworth. You know what I mean? It's like, you bring him in because the way he looks and it's like, okay, but he's 
It's James Ellsworth, man. Like, <laughs> well, and I, and I remember when Cody Rhodes was doing like that open challenge for the TNT title. They brought mm-hmm. in a couple of guys that didn't have the best matches. Right. And it's like, so you hired someone or used someone that hype or had something about them like, oh, that's cool. But then really they weren't that great. Right. So now what? Yeah. Like the, eventually the bell has to ring. So I did know this. That, well, I figured this out later. I didn't know this. You remember that, you know, the game they're doing called the wrestling code. Yeah. It's supposed to have all, all these guys in it. Mm-hmm. Luigi Primo's in that game. Is he really? But no one, I didn't know who he was. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of unknown people sure. in that game. And I thought that was just like, I wonder when, is that still coming out? I'm trying to like figure it out. So I did a little research and I watched like the roster names and Luigi Primo was one of them. I'll be like, damned. Huh. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like hopefully this guy gets something out of this. Like hopefully he's able to get like some. Yeah. I mean, good on him for getting a payday. He's getting some more merch and people are starting to figure out who he is. So, I mean, he'll probably get bookings out of it, obviously. But and I think I think AEW is thinking like maybe we have another Dan Housen on our hands where we could use him and he'd be a good asset to the company, even if he doesn't wrestle very often. Well, I feel like it's like Orange Cassidy, right? Like right. initially, I don't think they knew what to do with him. Mm-hmm. But the difference is I feel like Orange Cassidy was a very undersized, good wrestler. Yes. They developed a gimmick around a guy that could go. Yes. And is Dan Housen that guy? I don't think so either. No. Uh, is this guy? I don't know. Yeah. So it kind of is one of those things where it's like you you, you have a gimmick. He's a, he's a good gimmick, but he can't work. Right. To me, it's it's no different than when they hired models back in WWE. Yep. It's like, oh, we can teach him to wrestle. Well, you can't teach everyone to wrestle. Yeah. And you're, they're so far behind the eight ball if they're already on TV. Yep. You spend six years trying to get them to where they're passable in the ring, and then like now they're kind of past the age that you even want the women to be. So it's it's kind of all for nothing. Right. I don't know. I've always kind of thought that was a weird thing, but, um, but anyway, uh, more AEW talk. Buddy Matthews apparently rumor has it that he was leaving AEW. It turns out now that he's reported that that's not true. He's not leaving. This led to a lot of people claiming that a lot of former WWE talents have been contacted and and some have been trying to get out of their deals. Yeah. What do, you, do, you, do you feel like this is? There's always truth to some rumor, right? I, is this Malachi Black trying to get out? I don't know. I've heard that he is. But then I also heard he had like a release that was, you know, conditional. Mm-hmm. But now I'm hearing he ne- it wasn't actually even released. He was just given time off. So yeah. you never know what to believe, right? Yeah. And the thing is, is like, I I think it is fun to speculate. And I, I don't think there's anything wrong with speculation. That's uh, what this whole show is about. I mean, right? Right. And like, I, I also think it would make a lot of sense if some of these guys are trying to get out of their contracts. Um I guess a lot of them aren't happy with how they're used, which I totally get. Well, somebody tweeted out to uh, uh, Miro, you know, like saying it's been three months to the day or something like that since Miro's had a televised dynamite match. And Jeez. And um, Miro quote tweeted it. And, I mean, he didn't say anything bad, but he said, like, everybody's too afraid to face me. And, but it's like, you know, that's got to be, like, wearing on him a little bit that, like, he hasn't been on TV in that long. I heard a lot of these guys weren't happy about the Luigi Primo, speaking of that, because it's like... Well, yeah, you give this guy a spot. Who the hell is this guy? Right. And, I mean, he's not having a match, but it's like... He's taking a TV time. You're basically bringing this guy in because a video, a video went viral, but you've signed all these guys. Yeah. But, I mean, that's... And that, to me, is kind of another problem when you watch that... Yeah, you know, I think it was at All Out when they did that ladder match that MJF won, but he was still wearing the mask. Mm-hmm. But it's like... Claudio, Wheeler, Yuta, Andrade. Yeah. Um, I think the Lucha Brothers. Right? I mean, all these really talented guys are in this essentially throwaway match just so MJF can get a briefcase. Yep. 
It's like, seriously? Like, you can't book these guys better? But then there's like 11 matches on the card. Right. That's the problem we're running into, I think. Yeah. Well, and oversaturation. Yeah. I and mean, they're already doing, or they already did, I thought, uh, another battle royal to determine another future world champion contender. And it's like, so you got two guaranteed future world champion matches. And so it's, it's kind of, you know what I mean? That's convoluted booking. It's, it's a little weird, right? And so I don't know. They're like, I wouldn't be shocked if there are guys that are like, I think it's probably time to, to scoot, boot scoot and boogie, you know? Well, I mean, if you're Andrade or Malachi Black or Miro, I think when you sign, you kind of assume you're working near the top of the card. Of course, because you're huge names. And you're not. Yeah. You're working mid-level at, at best. Yeah. So, yeah, I could see people wanting to go. And I think that might be a thing moving forward where a lot of these guys have options now. Mm-hmm. If there's two viable companies. Yeah. You know, like if Andrade were to go back to WWE, he's got some merit to say, I want to be featured well. I forgot Andrade was even there. Right. Yeah. Like, I want to be featured well or I'm, I'm staying here. Yeah. Because money's important, but I also want to be featured well. Yeah. You know, and, and MJF, I, I think some of his is in character, but I think his whole point of like, I'm going where the money is, it's smart strategy. And I, I yeah, I mean, I, I think MJF is also one of those guys that like. He's a troll. Well, he, I think he says a lot of truth when he talks. But he uses the I'm in character as yes a scapegoat to like you know get away with a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of what he says is like oh he, he absolutely means it. Yeah, he's being 100 percent truthful. But like yeah, I I think I think that's just the way he is. He gets away with it because his character is so damn good. Well, I mean, he even said like in one of those interviews, he's like, "I'm getting paid a stupid amount of money, and I didn't have to sign a new contract." Yeah, basically, he's like, "I'm I'm golden," you yeah. know, and so. That's one of those things. If he up and leaves in a year and a half or whenever his deal's up, like, mm-hmm. will WWE match that? Who's to say? Yeah. Maybe they will. Uh, yeah. But they have a lot of guys. Do they even need MJF? I don't know. I, I bet getting MJF would do them big numbers. It could. Yeah, Huge. it definitely could. It'll be interesting. What do you think about Buddy Matthews, though? Because, I mean, to me, it's like he's never really been featured well anywhere he's went, and he's an incredibly talented guy. Yeah, and, and I don't know <clears throat> what uh, these promoters think is missing with this guy because – I've always thought he was charismatic when yep. he when he gets the chance to talk. Um, always thought he was good on the microphone, but like he's a phenomenal in ring talent. So I don't really understand. I mean, I understand maybe he's not you know going to be your world champion. He's not going to be the face of the company. I get that, but like he's a but he's like a guy like if Brian Danielson's your world champion, he could wrestle him yes. on a main event anywhere, and it would be big. Yeah, because it would be a great match. And I also think he like he should be steady. Like in in one of the mid card championship scenes, you know what I mean? Like in AEW, the All Atlantic Championship. Like he should have a run for that. I feel like I haven't even seen that title defended, maybe but once. Yeah, I think it only has been defended once. Yeah, and so it's like I feel like he would be a great candidate for that championship. Also, the TNT Championship. Absolutely. I mean, I, I think he's a great candidate for any of these championships on the WWE side, Intercontinental United States. I mean, he would look great with those titles. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think, given a shot, like he would. Knock it out of the park. Well, and I think it's just one of those things. I I kind of wonder if long term planning was to get trio teams set up so they could do this trios title. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just a guess. But it's like, how do you not put that on House of Black? You know, or at least put them in that at that point, like yeah. being like the top three man team. Yeah, I I still like, and this is kind of one of those things where like you know I don't know, but like. I still kind of feel like that 
trios titles was created to give to the Young Bucks and Omega. Yeah, probably. You know what I mean? And it's like you got plenty of other six-man teams that are just as deserving. Right. You know what I mean? I feel like the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega don't need to be the first champions. No, they didn't. I mean. Especially when you lose them the the same night. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't think that was planned, though. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. I think it's just one of those things. It's just a way to. I think they're realizing with as much talent as they have, they need six-man tags on shows to get guys on the card. Yep. And that's a surefire way to put a six-man tag on the pay-per-view. Of every, course few months so yeah. i think that might be a big i think the last paper you had like three six-man tags or something yeah it was a crazy amount and it's like they didn't need that many but it gets so many guys yeah exactly i mean you know ftr and wardlow were in one against jay lethal's team and then they had um young bucks and the dark order and then they had sting and his crew against the house of blacks so they had a lot of six-mans you know yeah. and again they're just trying to get guys on the card which i i as as a former wrestler i get that because I'd be mad too if I was sitting on the sidelines and knowing that I'm like I should be on this card and I'm not. Yep. So I get that. Yep. Um, but yeah, I think I think at this point keeping guys happy will be an issue um, with as many talents as they've signed. And kind of like you know we talked last week they signed Soraya, uh, formerly Paige mm-hmm. Soraya. So I'm not sure exactly how it was pronounced. I but think it's I think it's Soraya. Soraya. Um, is she even going to wrestle? They haven't even talked about that, and so. This is me personally. If she's not going to wrestle, is that a smart decision to bring her in? Yeah, because I'm sure she's big money. You think so? I would think so. Do you so. think it's a good idea from a company perspective? No. Right. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. No, because I'm like, no, because I think she's big money. Like, I think she costs a lot of money. Right. And so, like, I don't, if she's not going to wrestle and not going to be your top female draw, like, no, I don't think it's a good idea at all. So, yeah, that's kind of where my thought was, too. Like, William Regal, I got. Yeah. And and he may throw the boots on a couple times, but it's like, I'm not sure about her. I don't know. And I imagine if William Regal ever does, it'll probably be like an eight-man tag or something like sure, that. Sure, the you Blackpool know? Combat Club against, you yeah. know, whoever. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, some other news. Sasha Banks uh, recently made some headlines. Uh, she changed all of her uh, social media names, I guess, to uh, Mercedes, her, her legal name, as yeah. far as I know her legal name. And is kind of uh, getting away from the Sasha Banks saying, now is this a swerve or is this just trying to create her own identity and maybe get out and look at the next phase of her life and career? Who knows? I mean, I know she's got, she still has Sasha Banks in her bio. That's WWE Sasha Banks. It doesn't say former or anything like that. Um, so, I mean, I have seen a lot of people using legit names on Twitter. Mm hmm. I think is a way to kind of rebrand, let people know, like, I mean, Naomi's had Trinity fought too forever. Right. I think it's a way to, to show like, but I guess her actual at is at WB Naomi. Yes. And Sasha's is now at Mercedes, whatever. Yeah. So, you know, seemingly cut ties. Yeah. But again, that could all be a swerve to, uh, I mean, I would like it to be, I mean, I I would like, but I I still want the story of the real women's tag team champions coming back. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'd still think that'd be a fun story, but I mean, they're, they're also killing it doing what they're doing now. So good for them. Yeah. I don't know. Do you think, uh, I mean, she's obviously done the Mandalorian. Yep. Done some acting. Do you feel like she's done enough in wrestling to transition to a secondary career? I think so. Yeah. I mean, I, I like. I mean, I. I think uh, if she wanted to be an actress, you know, full time, I think she could. I mean, mm-hmm. I know we. I think everybody knows, even without experience, acting is a very hard thing to do as far as 
being sustainable. Sure, and know? also like even the Rock, I don't feel like he was a he was the Rock initially. Like he he hit a couple of grand slams with yeah. like Scorpion King and the rundown and stuff, but then it was like he had a, a couple of shitters oh, yeah. for a while. I feel like it was until like Fast and the Furious where until like that was like okay, now he's like he's big again. But it took a while. It took it, a few years. It, well, it took him kind of. I, I remember hearing a story about that. He was like, I had a bad bad manager telling me I needed to be this this and this to make it in Hollywood and. He finally was like, fuck that. I'm going to be as big as I want to be. I'm going to act how I want to act, you mm-hmm. know? And that's when he started succeeding. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I remember because it's like he did Doom, which was not good. It was and, a terrible movie. Walking and, Tall was okay. Yeah, that, was, that wasn't that was bad. But then it was like several that just it didn't really. It was the Tooth Fairy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that wasn't terrible, but it wasn't good. I didn't see it. He did The Game Plan, which was like a family comedy. I didn't think it was bad. Uh, what, what other movie did he do that was... Um, in the longest yard or something to do with football, but it was like delinquents. Oh, the gridiron game. Gridiron. I thought that was a decent movie. I don't know if I ever actually saw that one. It wasn't bad. Yeah. But, um, but he didn't have a lot of just like, wow, that was like the rock, you know? And yeah. even now, like, you know, rampage and some of these other movies, it's not like they're like groundbreaking phenomenal, but they're fun action flicks. That's just it. Like everyone at none of his movies I've ever watched have been like, Damn. <laughs> right. Yeah. That was incredible. But like, th- I always leave his movies being like, that was fun. Yeah. You know, like I think uh, Skyscraper, yeah. right? that was okay. I saw that yeah. one. And I guess a Rampage, the Jumanji. I think I've seen the first Jumanji. I don't think I've seen the second one. I don't one. know if I watched the second one either. Uh, the first one was fun. Kind yeah. of, they kind of revamped what, what we remember from the yeah. original, which was kind of cool. And, uh, and all that and stuff. And, and now it's, it's one of those things. Like, Baywatch was hilarious. I, I thought Baywatch. So funny. What was the, Central Intelligence. Was that it? was great. That was a great movie too. Yeah, and now he's doing the DC Super Pets with Kevin Hart. Yeah, well, he's also doing Black Adam. Right, and that's going to be huge, I think. But a mm-hmm. lot of people are kind of wondering if that may not do well with all uh, with DC Discovery and all that stuff, kind of changing the DC formats. I think that will be an incredible movie. I don't know if it'll. I don't know if it will be like getting a sequel, <laughs> but right, money wise. Yeah, I, I don't think they're going to shut down a rock movie. No. So I, I think they'll uh I think that one will go through and I think it'll be really good, but I think so too. I'm I'm excited for it. I think I think him doing a superhero has kind of been long overdue. What, I mean he's like custom made to be a superhero. Because he actually looks like one. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see, man. Yeah. Could be cool. Absolutely. Um Candace LeRae has made her return. She oh, was yeah. on Monday Night Raw this week. Um not really shocking with Gargano returning, but yeah. uh, she was one that I was like I was like Candice LeRae. I was excited when she debuted. Mm-hmm. I thought I've always thought she was a just a phenomenal, not even just a female performer, but just a great performer. Yeah, I, so I was excited for it. I really enjoyed when she turned heel in NXT. Yeah, because you know she was a. Uh, I always thought she was kind of like. There was a scene, and this is exactly what I, I thought of the first time I, when she turned heel. Do you remember the there was this episode of The Office where Dwight said, "I always found Pam to be kind of this." like calming if not dull presence around the office and then he's like but seeing this new devious side of her kind of like man pam's kind of got a cute butt <laughs> do you remember that episode <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's like when when candace LeRae turned heel that was the first thing that came across my mind was that exact same scene i was like candace kind of got a kind of got a cute butt <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like seeing this twisted side of her it's kind of yeah, fun yeah. but yeah no she's awesome yeah i love candace LeRae. So I think it's cool now. Hopefully they're able to manage being new parents on the road, you know, but that's gotta be tough. But I feel like with triple H in charge, 
it's like they will definitely keep them together and yeah. not make it a challenge. Because I know back in the day, that was always like, oh, well, sorry, we need you over here and you over here. It's like, why would you do that to people? Like, they, they, I remember specifically recently they split up uh, Jimmy and Naomi. Yeah. And it's like, why? You know they're married. Exactly. It's yeah. like you know that like this is already hard enough. It's like, you want to make it worse? Like, why would you do that? Right. I don't. I feel like under this regime – it probably wouldn't even have to be mentioned. Yeah. Unless it was like, Hey, we need this for two months, but then we'll put you together. You know, like yeah. I think Hunter's a lot more family oriented than Vince ever was. I do too. Well, I mean, I guess Vince Russo, I mean, he's kind of his own deal, but I guess he mentioned one time I'm working so much. I don't have time to, you know, I'm not ever at home. Yeah. And he's like, don't I pay you enough to have a babysitter? <laughs> <laughs> that was his answer. Like, so and you deal with people like that, it's like holy hell! Like yeah. that, we have totally different views, you right. know. And it's I, I, and to him, he's like, that's why I knew I had to go. Yeah, and I and I and I get it. Yeah. And at that point, he decided to kill WCW. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but we got a we got a little bit of movie talk here. Why do you say we dive into it? Let's do it. This is Break Up and at the movies. Yeah. This is Break Up and at the movies. All right, fellas. Go ahead and take it from here. What you got now? All right, tell you what we got now. Big underscore Bane. How about uh, the little teaser for Deadpool Wolverine? That's yeah. what I'm going to call it. I assume that's what they're probably going to call it. Yeah. What do you think, man? I'm stoked. I'm stoked. Classic Ryan Reynolds uh, announcing this with just a goofy video. Yeah. Hey, Hugh, you want to be Wolverine again? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was great. Um, this video debuts. It, there's been talk of Deadpool coming to the MCU. Mm-hmm. And Wolverine hasn't officially shown up yet. Uh, what do you think about all this in general? Because I guess Hugh Jackman said after Logan, no more, no more of this character. Yeah. But now with them being in the MCU, I feel like this needs to happen. So I'm, I'm happy about it. Yeah. I'm stoked about it too. I love the fact they also put out another video. I don't know if you saw both the videos that they put they out, did, but yeah. like where they were going to explain why he's back and stuff like that. And then they just played a song over the entire conversation. And it's like, awesome. I love it because it doesn't have to make sense. Yeah. It's just going to be fun. <laughs> have you seen Dr. Strange yet? Uh, yes. Yeah. I did watch that. So not the new one, right? The multiverse of madness or yeah. whatever, where it's got that one, where it's based around that one chick. Yes. One younger chick. Yeah. Well, I saw this TikTok video. If you have not seen this, holy crap, watch Doctor Strange spoilers uh, ahead. But they mentioned that that Professor X was from Earth 838, I believe. Okay. And he had the yellow hover chair, which we remember from the cartoon. Yes. The theory is maybe this is the Wolverine from Earth 838, and we might actually get the costume this time. Uh, that would be cool. I think that would be a really cool way to to make that bridge and make it like basically everything from Fox is its own universe. This is like the same but slightly different. And I yeah. think that'd be super cool. Absolutely, yeah, I'd love it. So, do you think we'll see this as like a series? Will we see more of these? Is this a one and done? I don't know. I mean, I know Deadpool like was probably looking towards its you know just final piece of the trilogy. Mm-hmm. But if we got a Deadpool Wolverine spinoff. You know what I mean? I'd, I'd love it. I'd love it. Well, yeah, and I've, I've thought... I remember when they did Captain America Civil War. I mean, that was... Iron Man was heavily featured in that. Yeah. I was like, why don't they just call this Captain America Iron Man Civil War? Like, they're, right. like they're both main characters here. And I thought, with this, like, why not do, like, you know, Spider-Man, Daredevil, or, you know, whoever you're going to put together. Like, why not do a, a 
dual movie like that. I think that'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be great. So I, I I'm excited for this. Um, I feel like the MCU has really been in the in the crapper lately. Personally, like Doctor Strange was fun. I haven't seen Thor yet. I haven't heard a lot of good things about it. Yeah, there's just a lot where I'm just like I, I feel like after Endgame, it was kind of hard to get your momentum back, right? Yeah. Well, because that seemed like the final piece of the puzzle. Yeah. And you know, I mean, I get that you know there's a new new era of superheroes and stuff like that, but it's uh I don't know, it's kind of hard to get into a lot of them. And like I, I've tried giving She Hulk a chance, it's okay. Like I if, haven't watched any of the series, but really. It's, it's not like I, I don't I don't feel like it's as groundbreaking as everybody wants to make it seem. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's okay. Like it but it's still like not It's fine for a TV show, right? Right. But it's also still like not that good. <laughs> yeah. You know I what it. I mean? Like I had a hard time getting through Loki. I, I did watch that. I loved one. Loki. I could not hardly it just was boring to me. I thought I thought the uh the Captain America movie. Or yeah, that the, one was the a series. Hard the series. That one was terrible. Like I did not did not like that. I liked Loki. I liked WandaVision. I liked WandaVision. Uh but that was about the only two that I've really I liked. haven't I I believe the next one was Hawkeye and didn't, I didn't even try watching that. And I've heard there's a lot of cool things in that. I haven't watched it yet. I want to. There's Hawkeye, there's Moon Knight, I believe Miss Marvel. Oh, I think I actually watched did watch all of Moon Knight. Did you like it? Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't bad. It's very historical in the you know what I mean? Moon Knight's the, a fun character. Yeah. I've always liked the look of him, you yeah. know, kind of almost like their version of Batman in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I actually kind of dug that show. I forgot about that show. Yeah, so hopefully hopefully that's something, you know, they they, they continue on making TV shows and movies and stuff. I think this announcement that I think they announced it for what, 2023? Is that right? September 2023? Maybe. Or is it 24? I feel like it was further than 2023, but might I can't have, remember what been, year it was. Might have been 24. But anyway, still, I mean, I think that's really cool. So I'm glad they got that that deal rolling. Did you um did you finish watching Cobra Kai? I did. What did you think about it? I loved it. We finished watching it the other day. I feel like it, I, I really like the show, but I kind of feel like it's getting lost in itself a little bit. I think they're they're at their end point. I think yeah. season... I've always heard they wanted six seasons. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're at their end point. I hope so. Like... Fun fact for you, and I didn't know this initially. You know the guy that was checking out the two dojos to see which places? Yes. Do you know who that was? No. He was the Iceland coach on Mighty Ducks 2. Was he really? <laughs> yeah. Wolf I'll the Dentist Stanson. Damned. I'll be damned. That is amazing. Because I knew I'd seen him somewhere, and I was right. like, that's the freaking, that's the dentist. Oh, my God. That like, is amazing. And I've never seen that guy in anything else. Like, I thought that was so crazy. I was like... God, I've seen that guy before, and I saw someone say that oh, I was the guy from Mighty Ducks too, and I'm like, amazing. Yeah, yeah, I actually, I, I actually did enjoy that that season. I thought it was really good, and I liked the like the story they were telling there. Yeah, I think it's a good show. I think it's one of those shows I'm so invested into now. Like, yeah. oh yeah, even if I don't like it, I'll watch it. Right, and I think that's sometimes a part a problem with with some shows where you have to find your end. Yep, and. I thought that with The Simpsons, you know, it's been going so long now. You really can't go binge watch that now. It's been no. 30 plus years. The Office, like, would I have loved a 10th season? Absolutely. Yeah. But it was time to go. You know, it was, it was, and now, like, you watch The Office all the time. Yeah. And there's that, it's that nice definitive beginning and end. And yeah. it's like, it's a good, and it's just fun. Yeah. So I, I think shows do, it's, it's important not to go too long and overstay your welcome. Of course. Because I've I have seen that with shows where it's also like oh boy that this show kind of sucks now like, well, like and I feel like Arrow happened that absolutely uh, great example uh, like it should have wrapped up probably around the sixth season mark and it just mm-hmm. kept going 
Um, I feel it's like, like Vampire yeah. Diaries did that too. See, I didn't ever finish that one, but I do know with Arrow, it was like, I think in the fourth season, it was showing that like he really went on the island the whole time. He was like coming back and no one knew it. And I'm like, okay, yeah, this is getting weird. Yeah. Like it's like the whole first season, the backstory they put out was great. Yeah. I thought and then it just kind of got weird, you know, and like, what is going on here? Yeah. I don't know. And then like, she's dead, but she's alive. And it's like, okay. Yeah. The writing is a little all over the place. Yeah. A little bit too much for sure. I want to touch on this because I thought this was uh, probably the creepiest thing that I've seen done as far as viral promotion. That new movie is coming out, Smile. I don't know much about it other than they're trying to make the smile creepy, which a smile can be creepy. Yeah. And uh, some of these actors were at pro baseball games in very prominent seats where you could see them just sitting there motionless smiling. Yeah. Dude, weird. Weird, weird, man. That that one that is like the one that I've seen the most is the one that's the girl behind the catcher. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you're a pitcher, that's got to be the most distracting thing in the world, having somebody just dead eye smiling at you for nine full innings. Yeah. Like, I'd probably be pissed off at that whole movie promotion. Like, guys, move her somewhere else. <laughs> I wonder, I mean, I, I assume everyone involved knew, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because she was standing up a lot, and apparently that's a big no-no at, at baseball. You know what I mean? Um and then there were, I mean, I don't know for sure, but like, that's what a bunch of people on Facebook were saying. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there was also like people standing in the aisles and I know like, that's probably not a good thing. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I, I would assume the stadiums were in on it for sure. Do you think that's a good idea as far as promotions concerned? Oh yeah. I oh, think yeah. it's kind of unique, right? Yeah. Like it's more so than a poster. It's like. Because it gets people on the internet kind of talking. I think in a lot of ways, it kind of go back to wrestling. It's a little bit like the, uh, you know, you do the the QR code. Yes. And that takes you to the video and it's like the hangman game. All that stuff that seemingly is leading up to the fiend. Yeah. But it's enough to make you say like, I okay, I need to pay attention to this backstage promo because yeah. what the hell's going on here? Yeah. I think it's cool. Yeah. And I, I feel like movies have done that in, in the past, but I feel like it's been a long time since we've seen it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like. Can't remember what movie had done that in the past. I feel like it was some like alien encounter movie or something like that, where they put a hoax out to promote their movie. I remember Borat did all his promotion as the character. Yes, and like that was kind of yeah. Like where I think I think some people actually thought he was like Borat. I don't think they realized it was like an actor, especially his first movie. Yeah, yeah. It, like almost like word wasn't out. Yeah, and yeah, because yeah, I think that was the first thing he ever did, right? One of the first big things he ever did. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think it's I think it's kind of a fun idea. Very creepy though. Absolutely, it is. Uh, we got a little bit of toy talk. What do you say we dive into it here? Let's do it. Here we go. Open the box. It's the part of the show. We'll break your remain. Do a bit of toy talk. All right, a little bit of toy talk. I didn't even write this down, but I think it it's worth talking about. Uh, Logan Paul shared a picture of him at uh, at Mattel. So. I assume we're going to see a Logan Paul WWE action figure sooner rather than later. I mean, if we got Rob Gronkowski, Logan Paul definitely deserves one. Absolutely. Yeah, that man actually has legit gear. What do you think about uh, the Logan Paul figure? How do you think they'll, do you think they'll go all out with him and give him the full, the full like experience, like all the different types of figures and everything? Um, I, yeah, well, I mean, we'll probably see retros. I can't imagine. I yeah, bet, maybe not. I bet we get basics and elites. Maybe ultimate. I don't know. Do you think though that like they could make him like his ultimate, like the uh, SDCC exclusive? Yeah. I mean, if they do that, they got to get get rice to the Pokemon card. Well, that's why I was gonna point out. Like, if they, 
if they were able to do that, I could see that being like the exclusive. But mm-hmm. do you think people will go nuts for a Logan Paul? Like Mr. T I got because it's like we've never had a Mr. T wrestling figure. Yeah. That's a huge omission in my opinion. I think him and Mike Tyson definitely deserve it and they never got one just because they were they had brief runs with the company. But Logan Paul, like a little a lot of people still don't like this guy. So do you think his action figure will do well? I think so. In the sense of like it'll do well because of who he is, but do you think it'll be like, oh my god, I gotta get my Logan Paul? Like Yeah, yeah. And I think there's also some people that hate him so bad they'll buy it, just throw it away. Boy, that's really that's a lot of hate. It's bizarre behavior. It is. But you know, there are people out there that do that type of stuff. There is. Um yeah, I was talking with Travis on TV Toycast about that, and I was like, I wonder if like they would do like the SDCC exclusive, like the ultimate, mm-hmm. and then wait a little bit, do his, you know, elite and his basic, and probably a two pack with the Miz and yep. everything else. And I'm sure you know he'll have new gear every event to kind of, you know, to kind of get more, you know, more action figures. Yeah, somebody's got to be telling them that too. Like, hey, make sure you get new gear every time. Yeah, oh yeah, get I'm more sure. toys. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, that there, there's definitely something to that, right? Yeah. yeah. Which is kind of funny because you think about it, like with Hogan, Hogan never really did that. He was always the yellow. I mean, until like years later, but he was always just the yellow trunks, right? Yeah, he's, but he's still got more figures than most. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, and even if he made a subtle change, it was like they—they're even doing that goofy helmet as a as a figure now. What was the point of that helmet? I don't know. I know. So I don't. Weird. Did he ever actually wear that on TV? I don't. I don't remember. I don't think he did. But it's a terrible look. It really was weird, but so funny. <laughs> but yeah, Logan Paul getting a Mattel figure. I think that'll be it'll probably I bet his first one is some type of an exclusive just because that they know it's going to be big. Probably right. Um real quick, so these have just now started hitting shelves. The new wave of superpowers is already out. I have it there to for you to look at, and that is the flash. This new wave is the Flash and the Batman Who Laughs, which to me, the Batman Who Laughs is a really fun one to include considering he never had his superpowers to begin with and is a relatively new character. Yeah. But we got a classic version of the Flash there. Again, I love the price point of these being about $10, way cheaper than pretty much anything else on the shelves. Absolutely. Retro style carding, retro artwork. Um, You know, and me and Travis were talking about this the other night on TV Toycast. What's your thought on articulation? We talked about it a little bit, but you know, I've I've had people say oh, I can't get into these because the articulation's not very good. But we're we're not playing with these, right? They're just for display. Does that matter? Yeah. What are you, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I'm I'm with you. Like I don't care. Um, as long as as long as the lack of articulation doesn't affect the fact that they're able to stand up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't I don't care. Like right. I, I think I've talked about it in the past. Like I I'm more okay with like getting a statue. Yeah. You know, give me an LJN style. Give me, you know, give me OSFTM style. Like, I don't care. Like, cause most likely it's going to be displayed. It's going to be sitting on my shelf. I'm not going to be like grabbing them. Be like, pew, pew, bam, 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 bam. And I get like, if you're like someone like Nate ring skirts doing figure photography, that's totally different. Right. But yeah. if it's just, I want to stand this on the shelf. Right. Like maybe you want to pose it a certain way, but like to me, I, I like how these are posed. Those look like superheroes. Hands are at their side. Well, and he's Clinch also fists. yeah, he's also got the knee joint and the uh, the waist joint and the arms. I mean, not not the elbows, but at least the arms. And so, I mean, you could put him in the whole flash running pose. Yeah, you know for what sure. I mean? Like easy. I don't know if he'd stand up. Yeah, he may not. But <laughs> but again, it's it's a cool figure. So I mean, I dig it. I think these are these are fun. Hopefully, they can continue to pump them out. The rumor is the next wave is going to be Wonder Woman, Nightwing, and Deathstroke. Deathstroke will be a really cool one. Yeah. So I'm like, that's that's pretty cool. 
There's also been a image of a reverse flash floating around, so I'm sure that will be coming as well. Easy peasy doing that figure. Yeah. Love flop the colors, you know. Yeah, gum right. Absolutely. I so I, I dig it. I think it's really fun. Also, um, Zombie from Zombie Sailor Toys announced in Heels and Faces that they have signed Ric Flair. Okay. That is easily their biggest name signed to that line yet. Absolutely. And in the summer of 2023, they will be announcing the Ric Flair collection, meaning several different flares. Now, my initial thought was we'd probably get a molded robe. Yeah. But I kind of wonder. He might do soft goods. He's done soft goods before, like with T-shirts and things of that nature. So could this be the first retro style Ric Flair with a Ric Flair robe. I think that'd be pretty cool. I think, I think it would be a huge mistake not yeah. to do soft goods for this. Yeah. There's been talk, I guess a couple people mentioned like the, the Ric Flair to suit like promo flair. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. If you're going to do mul- multiple ones, it's gotta be old school NWA suit though. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Um, if they were, I mean, just off the top of your heads, off the top of your head, like if they did a Ric Flair robe, would there be one you'd want to see in that style? I always think of the, Red one, you know, that he wore a lot. The classic red. Yeah, I was thinking that one. That one was probably the one that stands out to me the most. Mm-hmm. I like that one. Uh, also, that, I mean, that baby blue one that he wore at his last match mm-hmm. uh, in WWE. The real big one. Yeah, I think that one would be a cool one, too. Yeah, that's always a, that's always one I think of. Um, I always, in this one, I think would be a really cool one is the Starcade robe. Because it didn't have a sash, it zipped up, but I mean, his arms were out, it, oh. it formed a cape. Yes. And I thought that was always a really cool look. Yeah. Obviously, it's going to be like an expensive style, but I mean, these are expensive figures. So if you're gonna you're gonna do that, that I think that's cool. I feel like Ric Flair is one of those guys where he his look always seemed plain as a figure because if he didn't have a robe, it was just trunks and boots, right? I mean, there yeah. was not a lot else there, maybe just the platinum blonde hair. So when you add that robe in there, that'll really change things up. Absolutely. Do you think um, different eras of Ric Flair would be fun here? Like maybe a younger Flair, an older Flair. Maybe middle-aged flair, crazy face flair, even a bloody Ric Flair. I mean, there's a lot that they could do. I want the I want the 1999 or 2000 Ric Flair with the bowl cut. <laughs> That's the Ric Flair I want. <laughs> really? The old bowl cut? <laughs> Wearing the WCW Nitro t-shirt tucked into his tights. Golly, that was so weird, wasn't it? Was super weird. Even if his physique was bad, I just I didn't like that. It had to have looked better then than it did later on in his career in WWE. Yeah, that's that was always something I wondered. I, I know he's a self conscious type of guy, but yeah. I mean, like, good lord. Yeah. Now when he was doing this Ric Flair's last match, and he's like seventy three, I understand him wearing t shirts. Fine, yeah, yeah, totally cool. He but, didn't even have to wear the trunks then. He could have worn shorts, and I'd be like, all right, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, yeah you're you're good, pal. You're, yeah, <laughs> but you shouldn't even be out here, man. I've I've always liked what they call the butterfly robe, which is the black robe with like the white feathers. Yeah, I always thought that was a cool that was one. A nice one. He wore that one, I believe, I believe at the '92 Rumble. Um, I think that would be a cool one. Um, I think one thing would be cool is if they do like say, let's say they do three Ric Flairs in gear, mm-hmm. all with different robes. You could interchange them, which yeah. would be kind of a fun idea. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I think that's a huge signing for Zombie. I think he should be uh, happy with that. Do you think any other? legendary characters might be uh might be jumping aboard there i don't know i don't really i mean it depends on who's available you know yeah and i know rick flair leaving the wwe probably opened that up and yeah allows him to do some more stuff i do know macho man is getting a cello figure so there's obviously some sort of contractual thing where they he can sign his you know estate can sign other with other companies so that's interesting it kind of makes me wonder if like Zombie would able be able to get Macho Man. That'd be cool. Did he ever have a retro? 
He had a couple of retros. Uh, he they did the NWO one. Okay. And then they did like a Green Trunks one. But he never had an original Hasbro though, did he? Macho Man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Did he? Yeah. I don't remember those. Yeah, he had like we had like orange trunks with like yellow boots. It was his first one. Then oh had, God, yeah, I remember that now. And then yeah, he had the Macho King with the scepter and, yeah. the, and the crown. And then he had one with the cowboy hat and like the tassel jacket. Okay, yeah, I remember all those now. Yep, never mind. But the thing is, is like the amount of detail Zombie puts in, they could really do like some good stuff. So I think that'd be kind of cool if they were able to do that. I, I never really thought of these guys in the line because I was thinking he was more like, you know, guys that never had figures. But again, Ric Flair comes available. Like I would sign him too. It's just Steiner Brothers, dude. That would be epic. Yeah, I mean, epic. I, I love always love the Steiners. I'm surprised they're they're not getting WWE deals at the moment. Honestly. Yeah, I am too. Cause they just went to the hall of fame. Mm-hmm. Like how do you not get those guys to do elites and ultimates and everything else? And they also just did like a table for three episode mm-hmm. with a uh, brawn. And so it's like, how are these guys not getting hookups? Well, I remember you to call big Papa pump. Yeah, your if you hear me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember when they signed the rock or not signed, they gave the rock and roll express the hall of fame. Yeah. And we, I'm like, oh, perfect. We're going to get Rock and Roll Express figures. We never did. It's yeah. like, how the hell does that, like, why? Yeah. Stan Hansen goes in the Hall of Fame. Hey, we'll get a Stan Hansen. Nope. Never did. Yeah. I, I don't get it, man. And Steiner Brothers, like, I mean, they weren't like, they didn't last forever in WWE, but I mean, they were tag team champions. Yeah, but they also had like really long runs. Like everybody remembers the Steiners. I don't think it's about. Was like, it a long run in WWE though? A year and a half, maybe. That's what I'm saying. Like it, it was, was short. like, it was, it was mostly WCW that I remember them. But I mean, in general, in wrestling, though, yeah, they, right, they right. had a good run in wrestling. So I think they they are deserving of some some new action figures for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely, and not to mention again, like their son or not their son, but like Rick's stunt son is like top guy in NXT right now. Oh, but I mean, I think it would be awesome to give you know the Michigan jackets like soft goods. Hell yeah, you know the crazy singlets like mm-hmm. you know all that stuff would be great. Absolutely, and like they could do. You know, Rick Rick Steiner could have a couple of different heads, and yep. you know, give him like the one with the because uh, like, they he had like the afro at one point. They could do that. They could, oh God, I forgot about the afro. They could do with the headgear, without the headgear. Yeah, like, there's a lot that they could do now that they're able to do. So I I hope it happens. Absolutely. Some of these companies need to sign some of these guys. It's great. Anything else you want to add, man? That's it. Thank you guys for checking out Breaker Main's Power Hour. We're going to give some shout-outs to some of our uh, podcasting buddies like the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Make sure to check them out every Sunday, um, just like this show. And, of course, Scott's side project, Drunk Wrestling History. Absolutely. Check out Doing the Favor with Eric and Barry. Check out the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast with Steve and Eric. The Ringside Rant with RJ. The Leisure and Lariats Podcast with our buddy Ruthless Ryan Davidson. In the marbles with Soda and Ethan talking all things NASCAR. Yes. Boot to the face with Marty and Rucker. Uh, Tales from the estate with Drew Vinsel and his wife, Caitlin, and, of course, the twins, which I guess they're taking a little bit of a break, which I think is... is Well-earned, well-deserved. Oh, for sure. You got two baby boys. You know, you, They're going to be crawling for too long. Your you know? hands are full right oh, now. Oh, yeah. Folks. Absolutely. Yeah, so Absolutely. We, we understand. Take take them naps. Don't <laughs> yes. worry about a podcast. Yes. Um, also, Wreck My Podcast with Jordan Zeilinger and his crew. Trivia with Buds with our pal Ryan Buds. Uh, Howlin' with the Wolf with the one and only Jason Wolf. Uh, he actually just put an episode up, I guess, about that new Dahmer series on Netflix. Yeah, have you watched that? No. I've I, seen a little bit of Dahmer stuff, and it, I'm, just, I'm not into it. I watched the first episode, and, like, it's 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 wild. Yeah. So, I mean, it's all, obviously it's all true. And I think that's what's so wild about it because 
I've seen since then they've been showing a lot of his old interviews on TikTok mm-hmm. where he did sit down interviews kind of explaining what he did. And it's just, and he seems like, he doesn't seem like a psycho when he's talking. He's a sociopath. Yeah. yeah. But I'm like, you're eating people, dude. Like, yeah. holy hell. Fun story about that. So I'm good friends with Beer City Bruiser. Mm-hmm. His dad apparently was a prison guard. Yeah. they He checked him in because he's from Milwaukee. Yeah. But I don't think at the time people realized like who he was. Like the extent of everything. Well, and, and maybe in his case he didn't know. I don't know. Because the news was different then. It's right. newspapers and television and stuff. And so and he'd obviously gotten away with this for a while before yeah. they realized. But yeah, he was one of those just like, well, that's a weird one. Yeah. And it's it's a it's a bizarre it's a bizarre story, but apparently this whole Dahmer thing is uh this new one that came out is supposed to be supposed to be very accurate to act what actually happened. So I've seen some clips of like some of the courtroom scenes where they reenacted and it's like almost move for move identical. exact. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but he, I guess Jason put up a, a podcast about that, so I think that'd be interesting. Absolutely. I don't know. The whole Dahmer stuff is just a, it was weird to me. Like, yeah, and some of those like, and this is like kind of my, um, like weird feeling about watching it all is because I I, I ran across a tweet of one of the family members of one of the victims, mm-hmm. and she had said like, well, yeah, that wasn't that long ago, right? right? She said just like, like the '90s, yeah, yeah, and she said like, how many of these do we need? Like every yeah. time a new one of these happens we get re-traumatized because we have to live through it again. Yeah, because people you have to let it go. Yeah. And and it's not and and it's unfortunate because the way the news is people know who this guy is, but they don't really talk about the victims as much. Right. You know, and it's No, I agree with that. I and that I'll be honest, as I've gotten older, I have a hard time watching stuff that's just like super disturbing. Super gory. Yeah. Yeah. It just it's hard for me to sit down and be like, I I can't watch this. It's, well, just, it's, it's too much. It's like I like I thoroughly enjoy horror movies, but like if it's too gory, like I just don't like it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I like I I'd rather a lot of like I miss back in the day when a lot of stuff was like alluded to. Yes. You know what I mean? Like maybe you'd see like one crazy gore scene or something like that, but when the whole thing is just like gore porn, like I can't do it. Yeah, it's just it's disgusting. Yeah. Not a fan. But yeah, uh, I do plan to listen to Jason Moles' podcast because I feel like that would be a way for me to check that out. Without, Watch it without watching it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Also, check out Pulling Up a Chair with our buddy Tim over at A Chair Shot and uh, our buddy Richard Yule's podcast, Night of the Nerdy Laser. Yes. Check out our other shows. You know, it's fake, right? Every Monday with me and a special guest. This week I just had on uh, Dirty Dutch Hagen, uh, one half of the WFC Tag Team Champions. Nice. And then, of course, the TV Toycast every Thursday and... No longer on sabbatical. No holds barred with Bill Venus. Kind of made a surprising return this week. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I told you last week I was going to show up and um, I said I was going to, I was going to see, see, you know, what the new contracts look like with the entire episode. I didn't expect a new episode though. Yeah. I I thought this was just going to be like a bill was ready. So I was like, you know what? Fine. I'll go. But I want contracts on the table. Yeah. Ready for my John Hancock. It's Herbie Hancock. (laughs) But when I got there, you know, nope, no contract. And then Zelly hit us with the news saying we're not getting renewed. And so I think it's well past that time. I mean, this is the best news ever. Yeah, I'm super stoked. You know, unfortunately, I still got to go back and fulfill this season. How many episodes will this season be? Do you know? Normal 13, you know, and so I got 12 more episodes and my hands are clean of that some bitch. Excited? I'm super excited. Good. I'm happy for you. Yeah. It's going to be great. 
Well, that's interesting. So uh, 12 more episodes of No Holds Barred, and then it's done. It's over. Done forever. You're never really done, though, are you? I'm I'm done. (laughs) I'm done. We'll see what happens. No contract. I'm, I'm never coming back. You know, didn't he trick you into that one, though? Yeah, but then it got bought out by Moonlight Studios, and we actually started getting paid. And so, like, I was kind of like halfway okay with it, just because we started getting paid. Well, money, money's always nice. Yeah, money always you know makes things a little bit better. Sure. But, yeah. Hopefully, you were paid well. I assume better than better than what I get paid here, which is nothing. Nothing. Yeah. So <laughs> hopefully, uh, also check out all of Bane's music. You can check it out on Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your tunes. I think Amazon as well and Google. So yes. check out uh, his last rap album yep. and his first. Alternative pop album, man. Absolutely. The Spine um, of the Veil. Pumped out some new new tunes this year. I dig it. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like everybody's digging the Spine of the Veil. I appreciate everybody that's listened to it. If you have not yet, check it out. I think you'll like it. Absolutely. And uh, if you have a beard or know someone has a beard, check out Outsiders Beard Co. Get you some uh, beard balm, beard oil, or a candle. Yes. For the holiday Halloween season. And I lied to everybody because I never put those candles online. <laughs> They'll be there, though, by this Sunday. For sure. For sure. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Or your money back that you didn't spend. You think you'll forget, you'll forget again? I will probably forget again, but I'm going to try to remember this time. Also, our t-shirts can be found at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Brian Breaker, BBPH.RedBubble.com, and WhatAManeuver.net. Search by store for Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. There's also a bunch of other shirt stores there as well to check out all the other uh, fun podcasters who have shirts at What a Maneuver. Absolutely. Anything else, man? That's it. Thank you guys for checking out Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. I'm Brian Breaker. I'm Bane. We'll see you guys in seven days. Peace, easy. Yeah. One more time. It ain't over till I say it's over So lock the cage up cause this is a takeover The wait's over If this the final time we meet Then you'll be on your back on my feet Then I'll tip the cage over as a hangover I'm super fly so I can splash off the top And I can shut down the shop Like Randy Savage, I'm the cream of the crop And I'm always gonna rise to the top People's champ like the rock I do not give a fuck so let that shit drop Man, I'm so over Double pistols What'd you think? Good. It was really good. Pretty good. That son of a bitch, Eric Barker. You son of a bitch. Can't dig it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Perfect. Put, Put it on the internet.